Log 59, vector MAG-56S. Andrea Shaw, yada 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 yada. You know the gig. Anyway, you ever try to find something you know is there? Like, you know you left your favourite coffee cup next to the sink. When you next come back, it isn't there. But you remember leaving it there. Yeah, well it's been like that for the last, what, month? We know where this beacon is supposed to be. I could even give you the exact coordinates and trajectory of its landing. It just isn't there. It's been one hell of a headache, of course. It doesn't help that Captain Locklear has been breathing down my neck asking for updated maps and locations at every waking moment. But that's beside the point. Remy suggested looking underground this time. You know, maybe these ferrets could have carried it down? They seem to like shiny stuff. Cause none of us took that seriously until Laxamir managed to literally carry Jonathan from his room to the kitchen for cereal a couple of nights ago. Honestly, I've never seen him look more defeated than that moment. <sighs> Why do we have to keep bringing this up? Aren't you supposed to be recording what's happening now? You know, what's relevant? Hmm, maybe I should attach the video for evidence. Just, you know, as a point of reference for space ferret strength. How you managed to get this far, I will never know. Anyway, Captain Locklear and I have finished surveying the perimeter and setting up the tracking system. Here. This is a long-distance transmitter, since our usual tracking equipment gets too much interference here. Cool anklet. Now it looks like I'm under corral. Yeah, well that anklet produces an extremely high wave frequency that can be picked up by our scanners, meaning we can track you. So please, don't lose it. <gasps> Me? Lose something? I've never! What are you two doing? We need to start heading down now. Coming! We'll be right there, Captain. Alright you two, remember, follow the tracking signal on the beacon and stick together. We have no idea how far down these tunnels go, and I wouldn't be surprised if we ran into something else down here. Choi, arm the blasters. Hey! Why does Jonathan get blasters? Do you even know how to fire one? Well, I think I'm a pretty good shot, because you don't have the clearance. Now Choi, take the lead and be on guard. Of course, Captain. Clearance, my. Focus, Shaw, and don't wander off. Wasn't planning on it. Now, that little discussion aside, the cave system that we've entered is one of the biggest ones we've found so far, spanning around 10 meters tall and 14 meters wide. There's a lot more debris and general unevenness along the cave's walls, which indicates that this was formed under geological circumstances. You know, like weathering, erosion, tectonic plate shifting, and that kind of thing. Unlike the other caves, which have smoother surfaces, we can assume that those were artificially made by another creature. Although, for all the time Remy and I have been down here, we haven't seen anything bigger than one of those space ferrets, and even those are rare to come across. <gasps> oh look, stalactites! Hmm, based on their size, which must be around 4 meters long, these have only been around for a few thousand years! Although, that's basing it off the Earth version, which is mostly limestone, but their blue tones, which we have confirmed to be steel, makes it look like large droplets of blue paint dripping from the ceiling. Pools of clear liquid have formed on the ground beneath them, which is odd since stalagmites, you know, the ones that grow from the ground, aren't present. Maybe it's the difference in chemical composition or other the water just reacts differently here. What? <laughs> 
Oh no, no, it's nothing. Sure. Anyway, maybe the liquid isn't water. That would explain why we haven't found the underground reserves yet. <laughs> okay, what is it? Because I'm sensing a lot of judgement up there right now. Oh, oh, uh, no. Just wondering how you managed to remember the difference between a stalagmite and stalactite, but completely forget what rotation your laundry day is. Ugh, because one of those things is interesting and the other is a minor inconvenience. Now can you let me do my job, or... Whoa, 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 wait, wait. So, what other duties on board do you find an inconvenience? Why are you doing this? I don't know what you mean. Ugh, doesn't matter. Oh no, please continue, Troy. What else does Shaw skip out on? Wait, no, Captain, it's not what you think. Well, remember those gardening duties? Really? It's not my fault that every plant I touch dies. Wait, what was that? Whatever it is, coming closer. Quick, behind the stalagmites. Stalactite. And how are we supposed to get up there? There must be seven meters off the ground. Engage the grappling hook on your left arm. There's a grappling hook? Oh my god. Stop, grab hold, and do not let go. Wait, they sound familiar. Never mind that. Just hold on. But it's the- Whoa! Are you alright? Uh, yeah. I'm fine. Great. Now be quiet. Hey, where's Jonathan? Shouldn't he be right next to us? I'm sure he's fine, just on a different stalactite. Whoa! Whoa, wait! Stop that! Oh yeah, he sounds just wonderful. Troy, what's the problem? Report! Uh, how would you feel if I said he had it coming? I'd say your timing sucks. Hmm, that's fair. You think now is the best time for this? We haven't seen anything else moving around down here for a while. Plus, I think Remy would be pretty annoyed if we didn't record some observations. They get pretty crappy if they don't have something to analyze. Hmm. So that's why they reassembled everything last month. No, I think that was more of a spring cleaning. Anyway, I need to take some notes, so... Alright, I'll focus on finding Troy. I'll be over here if you need me. Thanks. Now, we've been navigating these caves for around an hour, and Jonathan's position keeps moving. I'm not sure how far we've gone underground, but the air is definitely colder. And the stalactite formations are much bigger, as well as the cave's size. Under them, those pools of liquid have formed seemingly stagnant rivers, snaking down and through the caves, but showing no sign of how deep they go. Just as a precaution, we've been walking around them, since we don't know what kind of liquid it is yet. See, I call it liquid now, because as sure as I am that my eyes are brown, I know that that is not water. At first, the only major source of light came from our suits and possible lights. But around 20 minutes ago, I accidentally kicked a stone into a nearby pool. Instead of sinking, it began sizzling, like when pressure is released from a soda can. Not acidic in nature, there was no smell or presence of base within the stone for it to react to. But sure enough, the stone dissolved. And seconds later, a faint green glow began to emit from the liquid. Now, I may have a pretty good general understanding of geology, but I am nowhere near qualified enough to determine why it is glowing green, or even glowing all. But I am 94% sure that this isn't water. Would not go take a bath in the stove. Shh, stay down. 
Troy should be just up ahead, around 100 meters. Right. And how are we supposed to get him out of there? Or, alternative question, should we get him out of there? That's not funny. Oh, come on, Captain. It's just a joke. Well, it's a bad joke. Now either sit down and be quiet or be helpful. <sighs> Fine. So, how are we supposed to see him? Because all that scanner shows is a red dot. Engage the camouflage function. Then we can quietly survey the situation. Okay, good plan. Uh, um, how do you turn it on? How do you not know how your soup functions? I'm sorry that my brain functions the way it does. Shh, 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 shh. Quiet, Shaw. <sighs> now, come here. Press this button on the right arm and touch the surface that you want to blend in with. Wait till you hear the beep and you're good to go. There. Okay, now try to stay close to the entrance. And if you hear me say run, you run. We clear? Crystal. All right, on my count. One, two, three. Lexamy's favorite treats in my pocket. And when we were coming down, these guys caught whiff of it. They have one hell of a nose. <laughs> Wait, so, so you're telling me, oh my god, you're telling me that you <laughs> the truth, oh my god. Shut up. Where's, where's the captain? I'm here. You alright? Yeah, just wrapped up and I, I can't feel my legs. Think you can get untangled? With some help. Okay. And Troy? Seriously? Smacks? I don't admit. Some mistakes were made. Some? Shaw, be quiet. We can't wake up the rest of these things. Right? Right? Yes. Quiet. So quiet. Why do we keep bringing her? Hey! Why are you like this? What? What's that? Listen now. Uh, come on. Captain, can I get some help with this one? Got it. Hold on. Wait, what is that thing? I don't know. But whatever it is, it's really big and these guys are terrified of them. Holy shit, that is one massive worm. Soft focus. Help now, worm later. How does it have so many teeth? It's like a shark and a rope had the weirdest child and then bleached it. Oh, right, and now they're around. Will you stop insulting the damn thing and help me? Crap, it's coming closer. Come on, Paul. Keep moving, come on. Well, it's not my fault Jonathan is so heavy. Did you have to go and mess up your ankle again? I think I had a choice. Shut up, you two. 
What I want to know is how that thing is even following us. It doesn't have eyes and those ferrets are of much bigger mass than we are, with the higher body temperature and noise produced, meaning that they're the easier group to track. Short now really isn't the time to backdrop. I'm gonna go batshit crazy before I'm eaten by a bloody worm. Please, your ears aren't ringing like crazy. Wait, they're ringing. <sighs> Great, she's already gone. Short, what are you talking about? It's the, oh my god, just shut up and give me your tracking anklet parole thingy. Oh my god. Frequencies. What do you mean? Captain, just give her your tracker. She can redirect this thing's attention and buy some more time. But she... Captain, we don't have time. You're stronger than me and I'm a harder target to catch. Just hand it over. <sighs> Here. Okay, bye. So I'll be careful. Aha! I was right. Oh god, wait, I was right. Hey everyone, so this huge white web thing with teeth and arms really hits all of, I don't know, the frequency that these tracking devices are making and now I am once again running for my life. I can question why this seems to be a trend later, but for now I think it's the universe's way of getting me to run more. Okay, I'm coming across those stalactites in the pools again. There's so much debris falling that the pools are glowing brightly enough to potentially blind someone. Oh, it sucks that this thing doesn't have eyes. Even with all this light and stuff falling in, I have no idea how deep they are. All I need to do is keep leading this thing further away. Maybe I can get it too. <laughs> okay, this thing is not great at avoiding objects because it just ran into one of the stalactites, hitting it with enough force to make a big crack, but not quite full yet. Interesting update though. When some rubble fell, it splashed into a pool, spraying the worm boy's hand a little bit. And it looked like it was in here. Is it liquid as acid? Wait, no. This tape by the steroids is covered in dust. It may be a long shot, but I'm pretty sure if I can hit that thing with enough force, it will fall and oh shit. And then what happened? Well, I heroically swung from the rafters. Trackers in my other hand and ah, can you be a bit more careful? Well, you need to stop moving around so much. It's lucky you turned on the suit's shield when you did, otherwise you'd have more than a broken arm. Now, was that the arm with the grappling hook or the tracker? I don't need to answer that. Anyway, with the worm monster so close I could feel its breath on my back. I activated the suit's shield and aimed right at the weakest point of the stalactite, slamming into it with such force that the cave shook. Then, as the monster roared one last time, I used what little strength I had and threw the trackers into the pools, where it dove just as the stalactite fell into the pool and covered the beast in its deadly spray. So, you basically flung yourself at a rock so hard it fell into a pool of not acid and splashed the worm monster to death. That's what it sounds like. I still can't believe you killed that thing. Well, I am tougher than I look. I don't think that's what they meant. Now I can't study it in full. Oh, it's a tragedy. Farewell to the time when I could see such a creature in its full majestic form. <laughs> the agony of ignorance. Trust me, you would not be saying that after being chased down by it. Besides, Captain Locklear and I are going to check out the remains later. We got a signal from the beacon in that thing. Well, that would explain why we couldn't find it. Just out of curiosity, Jonathan, what exactly did you do? You know, 
Besides getting kidnapped and held prisoner by some cute fuzzy little ferrets. Oh no, stop son. The terror is too much for him to relive. Oh, yeah. Like the amount of terror you'll be in when the captain punishes you for your misconduct of behaviour and failing duties. Eh, eh, Johnny, Johnny? Ugh, can you not? The medbay is my safety zone. No negative vibes allowed. Andrea, uh, I hate to interrupt the vibes, but Captain Locklear is coming down now. God damn it! Hello everybody and welcome to the credits. My name is Terry Sonnen and I'm the director and voice of Captain Locklear on Shellshocked. Today's episode, Grappling Hook, was brought to you by the lovely voices Beth Neild, Eurasian Rob, myself, Sophia Demetsitz, El Moran, and Brad Kulrock with Angelina Spitz on sound editing. If you like what you're hearing, please rate and review us on iTunes or find and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or Tumblr under the handle shellshocked.pod. You can also tweet us at podshellshocked. Now, here comes a little challenge. Try to get another person listening. Recommend us to a friend, family member, or maybe one of those people that you kind of know but aren't super close with but get general good vibes from. Download the first episodes for them to listen to during their break or while they're commuting or whenever they have free time, really. It would give you guys another thing to talk about in this very weird passage of time. You are the lifeblood of this podcast, and inviting more people to join us will allow us to make even better content for you. If you're feeling extra supportive, sign up to become a patron. It can be as little as $2 a month or as much as $50 a month, which, if so, wow, I'd probably definitely make an episode just for you. Anyway, our Patreon page is patreon.com forward slash shellshockedpodcast101. Patrons will receive episodes earlier and have access to exclusive new content. We recently released the D&D character sheets for Andrea and Captain Locklear, which is pretty cool. So, if you're interested, go and check that out now, or at least until the credits are over. Now, today's fun fact. The reason dogs love squeaky toys so much is because the sounds remind them of a tiny animal being killed. But... They just look so cute while doing it. Oh, look at the little predator go. Anyway, thank you for listening and have a lovely day. 